Good morning. We are live, I believe. Yes, Thursday, 11th of June. Good morning. How are we? Give me a hello if you're coming in. Hope you're well. And wanted to jump on today and, and cover a question I had yesterday from one of the ladies just starting on a 28-day kickstart. And she said that, you know, a lot of what she's actually um, seen me say some of it is contradictory to some of the stuff she's heard before and how everything you hear everyone has the best diet this is the best diet this is the best diet and it can get quite confusing and it can and i get it it can seem like experts change their mind all the time it can seem like one minute it's low carb one minute it's low fat and what i want to do today is just break down what why these diets work in a nutshell, and how you can use them to fit your lifestyle. Because really, they'll all work if they create a calorie deficit. There was the biggest study they did in pretty much the most comprehensive study where they put people in a, in a very strict setting so they could essentially feed them so there wasn't any lying in the, in the food intake, etc. So they could see what would happen if someone eat a low-carb diet versus a low-fat diet but kept the calories the same. Lo and behold, pretty much no difference. So it didn't matter. Now, the good news about this is, obviously, in a general approach, both ways work. And that should give you the confidence and the flexibility to know that if you eat a potato, it's not going to make you fat alone. If you eat um, some butter, the same applies. Calories are king here. And that doesn't mean you have to count them. And I'm going to go over essentially how all these other diets work. So then you've got like semi-world, Weight Watchers, um, which all work for a lot of people, which is great. And if they are, keep doing them. I actually honestly say this, like if something's working for you, keep doing it. Um, calorie counting, you've got lighter lives, um, shakes, all sorts of things, which are all tactics. So the way I want you to see this is, imagine you've got calorie deficit in the middle here, so you've got calorie deficit, which is which is here. Then around it, you've got all these tactics. So calorie deficit is the principle. And if any of these diets adhere to this principle, it will work for you. Now, how easy it is to stick to and how it fits your lifestyle is another factor. And if you ask me, that's probably the key thing. And some of the ladies who've had the, the best results, I would say, and the ladies who I work with who seem to have the, the biggest transformation are the ones who essentially go through a few kind of have a few things in common, if you ask me. So this might sound obvious, but they know where they are right now. And something that we did um, last week on Monday of day one of our, our, our kickstart was it's essentially a self-awareness checklist, if you like, to see where you're at with your fitness, with your food. Um, with your self-care, and it just takes a step back to see, it's, it's quite powerful actually, to see one where you actually could get the biggest win for the least amount of effort. Because I know it sounds really obvious, but sometimes it's not the diet that needs to change. It's just that we need to prioritise a bit of self-care so that we have a bit more energy because so much willpower, so much motivation comes from having energy to, to just do it. Like you have a better night's sleep and all of a sudden, the stresses that stressed you out yesterday aren't so kind of 
big on you all, all of a sudden and you can feel like you're you can cope them with them more so sometimes there is the food element sometimes we do need to look at that and that's why at the start it's good to get that self-awareness checklist if you like then two they actually want to change and this sounds really obvious but i think it's a point that's not brought up a lot is that sometimes we think we want to change but it's actually based on what someone else has said we should do or someone else has done it so we think we should do the same which is fine you might actually just be happy the way you are and that's okay too and actually putting the pressure on yourself to do something that you don't want to do could actually be quite detrimental to it and actually make you feel rubbish and even cause more kind of stop starting and actually be the problem in itself now what I'm getting at with the, with these points here is it, there's a saying by Maslow, I suppose it is tempting if the only tool you have is a hammer um, to treat everything as if it were a nail. And it's so true. It's like it worked for me, low carb, so it must work for you. And it's just not how it works. So number three, they make it simple because this, the, the simple advice is the best advice. Sometimes I've worked with people who've done every diet going and I've, we've done, had that accountability and we've gone, right, you're going to eat protein every meal today. And that sounds so simple, so simple. But subconsciously then, people eat less. One, they're more aware of it, of what they're doing. Two, protein will help keep you full up. And three, they're getting confidence from actually doing it rather than... Right, I'm going to plan my meals, and this is fine, by the way, but this is not, it just depends on you. I'm going to plan my meals, I'm going to get up at this time and do exercise because it burns more fat, da 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 da, da all these things, and I'll go, but this week's going to be hard, so I'll do it next week. And I guess the point there is that they just get started. Number four is, is not to go too extreme with, like, restrictions all at once. Like, this can work, you know, if, but I guess you've got to define work in how long it works for. Do you just go back to where you were? Is there an end date? Because when there's an end date, that's sometimes the issue. I can't wait till this diet's over so I can live. I don't know. Um, and the last thing is just don't do it alone. Like even that can be as, as small as telling your other half or family members what you're doing and just saying, right, who's up for doing it with me? Or getting a support buddy, a friend. Um, it's, it's like surrounding yourself with like-minded people, which is, which is like we do in the 28-day kickstart. And having that accountability partner, and I think the psychological side of this is so overlooked. And it's why, in fact, tonight we have Dr. Adam Bibby coming in, who's been on the podcast, by the way. Morning, Kim. He's been on the podcast and he'll be talking about not just motivation in general, but actually sustaining motivation. So how do you sustain motivation essentially after that honeymoon period? And, you know, I can give you a few ways to do it now if you want, but... The key thing is that you've got to be involved in it. Like you can't just, the, the reason a lot of people lose motivation is because there's a plan. Like, you know, you open the book, this is the plan. And it's like, oh, great. And then after a few weeks, it's like, or a month, we, we don't really like being policed, if you like. Although we think we do. We don't like having that rule done for us. And this can be a good way to start. But then it's like, things can change. Like a plan has to be adaptable, in my opinion. So a few weeks in, it might be like, right, what were you enjoying from this? Well, I like that. I don't like that. OK, so now when we do the workouts, you're going to pick more of them because you enjoy them more. So why don't you do this day, this day and this day? <clears throat> and we'll do that from there. 
So then you're starting to choose what you like to do. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, I don't have to do the chore bits. No, they're just there to see, you know, if you like them. Some people love them more, but they're a chore for you. Oh, I'm loving this, but I don't like having to eat this. Well, you don't have to eat it. Let's do this, this and this. And we can adapt what I said before in terms of the habit. So it might be that instead of just eating free protein portions a day, we now couple in the vegetable side of it. We may, we may add a rule, depending on you, that you only eat when you sit down. Whatever. It, really simple things. We start to couple these in together, but when you're ready. It may be that you go, you know what? Yeah, I need to see how much I'm eating. Okay, cool. I'll help you. Let's track some calories for half a week, a few days. So actually, I open a bit. It's like, wow. Didn't know my healthy granola was looking like that. I could have a fry up now. And now I'm full up till dinner. Sorted. <laughs> That's a genuine example, by the way. So I hope that helps. And yeah, just coming at it from a different angle in that sometimes it's we're too quick to blame a food um, or a type of exercise, etc. When actually, if we look at it from a whole, is it that it just doesn't fit our lifestyle? Is it that we're just not, it's just too complicated to take action with it? And if so, Always stand back and say, okay, what's if I had 15 minutes three times this week? So 15 minutes three times this week, what would I do in those 15 minutes? In fact, let me know what you would do. So if you had 15 minutes three times this week, what would you do in those 15 minutes to make the biggest pro- progress with your goals? I'll give you mine. I would spend the first five minutes the first 15 minutes if you like making sure that i stocked the fridges whether that was an online shop or what with just good stuff like making sure i had whole whole foods in there lots of protein vegetables fruit etc to make my environment a lot easier to stick to then once that's done i'd make sure i had some skeleton of meals then the other next 15 minutes i'd focus on the exercise because it makes me feel better that exercise becomes the key domino if you like because when i exercise i generally feel better have more energy i'll generally eat better so it's like a nice domino effect so let me know what you would do because sometimes it's more simple than you think and everyone has 15 minutes or even five minutes you know start small think today what what one thing could i do today that if i did would have the biggest impact on my progress. If you want to start there, start where you feel comfortable with. And if you focus on today, you're always focusing on the future. And what I mean by that is eventually the future will become today. So if you just go, right, I'm going to focus on that, focus on that, focus on that. What can I, what's the one thing I can do today? All of a sudden, you might not have changed the world with your, your meal planning, but actually seven days has gone and you've done seven habits. Not bad. And if you've done six, five, four, just win the game, win the week, start small. Don't beat yourself up. Remember what you would say to a friend who came to you feeling the same. Morning, Diana. Hope that helps. Any questions, let me know. Have a lovely Thursday, nearly foot of the day, and speak soon.